0: Cheryl Lee Ralph won an Emmy since we did this interview about her role as the president at Motherland Fort Salem. I'll welcome the madam president in a moment. Hi, today on Sci Fi Talk, it's a real pleasure to talk to Cheryl Lee Ralph, actress, radio host, author, playwright, filmmaker you name it, she's done it. And right now she is portraying President Kelly Wade on Motherland, Fort Salem, and doing a great job too, by the way, from what I saw. (laughs) Great to talk to you and welcome. Thank you. Good to talk with you. About President Wade, um, I noticed that there was this one scene I saw, because I've watched pretty much every episode. And the one scene that I saw, I kind of get Reading between the lines, she might have a bit of a mistrust for the witches.
1: Ooh, I'm glad you're paying attention. Absolutely. <laughs> of course, she does just a little bit of mistrust. But what I love about the character is she's trying to learn as much as she can about these witches under the leadership of General Alder, who's been in yes. power for so very long
0: yeah several lifetimes, yeah definitely yeah right. I, but I, I picked that up about picked that up about her um, and one of the things I do love about this series, so many strong women characters and, and I love the diversity of it too
1: thank you. The whole intention of the series to about empowering women, about bringing to the forefront the choices women in leadership make in love in life, in family, in war, in decision-making. It is just absolutely fascinating to me. But one of the other things that I also love is, you know, when all of those stitches are being put into the flag as they introduce the series, you know, the the image of the bellwether woman, the, the black woman comes up as one of those important to the foundation of freedom in the land. And I'm just like, Oh, I love it. Yes, I love it. So for me on so many different levels, I love the series and I I love what Elliot Lawrence has created.
0: Yeah. He's, uh, he's weaved. I kind of look at, uh, at her, uh, not your character, but uh, you know, the bellwether, I kind of look at her as kind of drawing maybe a little bit inspiration from Harriet Tubman in real life.
1: How about that? absolutely and i love it you know a yeah. freedom fighter a woman in the foundation for freedom in the in this country and i oh i love it i just love it
0: i've uh i've talked to the the three gals and um they are and also demetria who is the the fantastic sergeant in the series and uh, i'll tell you very impressed with all of them very bright you know very dedicated to the show and Right down the line, there's not a weak link in this entire cast.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, Elliot knows what he wants. He has an incredible eye. And um, this is his second series. And he once again, he's put together an incredibly powerful group of women.
0: Now, is that your first time wearing a uniform?
1: Actually, yes, it is.
0: Wow. Oh, it's about time. And I,
1: <laughs> uh, Well, thank you. It was great because I got the call from, you know, I had done clause with Elliot before yes. and when he called me last summer and he said, you know what, I'm working on this new show and I can think of no one better to play the president of the United States in this world. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Thank you. That was that. And that's yeah. how it all came to be. And I was very excited about it. And I, Love playing Kelly Wade. She's I love the fact that she's such a strong, self-assured woman, dedicated to her country, but more than that, the people of her country. You know, when she gets when she says, "I we are bound by rule of law," take you know, basically Mm -hmm. take care of everybody, whether you agree or disagree. All of the people are my charge, and I I just love that.
0: Yeah, isn't that a concept, huh? (laughs) (laughs)
1: how about that
0: yeah how about that (laughs) yeah Uh, it's like it's like man we could sure use kelly wade right now (laughs) oh
1: my god and the number of people in the twitter sphere instagram all of that people are saying the same thing why can't we have a president like this Yes. Yeah, I know. What we need. So yeah, I, she's I she's great. This. She really she's great. is. I love this character.
0: So, what about uh, you know, kind of like, I mean, I I love it's very. Uh, there's so many different levels to the show, like women. Yep. The witch's power is her voice, and you can kind of say that it's also representing a woman's voice and the power yes. behind a woman's voice too. So yes. I like the the different levels to that.
1: I love it. Also, there's a line that I keep referring to, and it says something to the effect of once you found your voice, you can't stop using it.
0: Yeah. You've oh, to, yeah.
1: Once you've found it, you've got to use it. And I, I think that's very important right now for women. A women women's voices must be heard.
0: Absolutely. I to- yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And the the, the whole thing with uh, the witchcraft and the different powers and the alternate history, I love alternate histories. And uh, yeah, it was really every episode kind of peels another layer of the onion to kind of give you a little history lesson of this world. And it's fascinating to me. I love that kind of stuff.
1: You know, there, I don't know if you've been noticing what, um, the set decoration is like but if yes. you if you pay it okay so you see that it's not it's it's happening now but it looks like it's the past but it's very yes. much the future and i'm like wow and you're going to start to learn certain things and it's going to get deeper and i i i just love it oh there's one scene that i did and i walked into the set and i was like wait a minute, what's going on? And then, you know, it's explained. Then it's like,
0: wow. <laughs> you know, you, what you just said, what's interesting is maybe Alder, because she's been around a while, kind of keeps things that are a little familiar from the past to kind of to keep her grounded a little bit. So maybe that's why that those things are around.
1: Well, now, if you go back <laughs> to the beginning, uh, you know, something is said. <laughs> about um, can we all take flight? You know, will we, yes. if, I do, if I do this the way you do it, does this mean I'll be flying all over the sky? You know, it's uh, you, you have to listen because the clues are all there for you. It's all laid out. But as they say in the world, you got to catch it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the villains, the spree are fascinating. It's like, you can almost agree with what they want, but certainly not with their methods.
1: You know something? I I was listening to that whole scene there, and I said to myself, my God, once again, art can imitate life. I agree with what they want, and the way they're going at it, it is with the cost of so much human life. But they Mm. believe in their cause so much that they believe, All of these people should die when, in fact, if they were to use what they have in their hands, they could save the lives. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is making me crazy. But, (laughs) yeah, it's it's very interesting. Very interesting.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, Mm -hmm. absolutely. No, it's a great, great show. There's more sci-fi talk, so please stick around. Let's get back to sci-fi talk. I'm Tony Telato. You know, as a man, uh, obviously there's a lot of women on the show, and I think you pay attention to that honestly for about thirty seconds, and then you just get caught up in the plot in the episodes, and uh, and then when the men did come in that one episode, you go, "Oh yeah, they're the guys." Okay, <laughs> you know, but it didn't seem like you really missed them. That's the funny thing.
1: Yeah, because you're so in. It's because the story really matters, and it's, yes. it's so good. It also, you know, a lot of people have been asking me, you know, here it is, this world run by women, you know, and its differences. And, you know, does that have any impact on real life? And I'm like, you know, well, look at all the countries right now and the situation that we're in, which is very
0: high-five
1: when you look at it. We can't believe we're in a bad bad B movie or C movie, you know, with the whole coronavirus. But look at the countries that are led by women and how they've been able to combat it and beat it. What, what have they done differently to keep these numbers low? And it's by immediate care, and that's what women bring, immediate care. And th- I think that's part of a woman's magic, is her ability when she's in a strong, safe place of, in her mind, in her body, in herself, to be, mm-hmm. immediately apply the salve of magical care.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: I I love that. I mean, I I love that.
0: You've had an amazing career, and you're still having an amazing career. Writing a play, performing your play, uh, you know, directing a project and, and writing it. Would you like to do more of that? Or I guess you get asked also a lot of great opportunities like roles like this to do.
1: Well, you know something? If Every time people ask me about directing, I always tell them what I would like to direct. You know, and people always have ideas about what they want to direct. And it's always this grand whatever thing. And I say, keep saying the same thing. I want to direct young people and kids. I I yeah. love that. And everybody's like, why in the world would you want to do that? And I'm like, oh, my God, I would love to be a part of the start of... Uh, of the professional life of young people. You know, my start was with um, Mr. Sidney Poitier. I was very young, my first film, piece of the action. And being with somebody who held me to a professional standard, you know, it made all the difference for me. And I'm like, look, just give me your wildest bunch of kid actors. I want to direct that. I want to do those shows. So, you know, that that's what I would like to do with directing. You know, sometimes yeah. adults, you know, grown people, their, their bad habits are there. They're going to stick with their bad habits. And I don't want to wrangle those cats. But I'd like to wrangle real cats and dogs like kids.
0: One of the things I think is cool is one of these things about life. You were in the Wonder Woman series. And then, of course, you were voicing Cheetah on, the, on Justice League. So you got to go, like... <laughs> Uh, full circle with her, which is kind of cool.
1: Exactly. I defi- I'm i definitely a superhero. Definitely a superhero. Yes. And I I look forward to being given the chance to play a superhero. I don't care if I'm going to be 90 years old like Cicely Tyson, still in the, <laughs> the industry working, you know, take me out of my wheelchair and put me into my in, in my cape and bring my magic to life. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready for that.
0: You know, you've done uh, sitcoms like Moesha. I mean, that was, a, that was a big, caught a lot of people's attention and you won an image award and rightly so for your role. So, you. so you've done sitcoms. What was that, what's it like to do is to do something, you know, obviously pre- uh, President Wade is, is, this is not a comedy, but what's it like to do a comedy and do you enjoy doing those?
1: You know something, I love doing comedies, but the the schedule is so different from doing a one hour. When you're doing yeah. a four camera, you're doing a four camera show. Your schedule is set. It is Monday through Friday, or Monday through Thursday if you're really lucky. And if you got a real sharp cast, you're only working Monday through Wednesday, and it is done. <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, when you're doing a one <laughs> hour, you you could be freezing at night. You're gonna be up late at night. It's like it's like shooting a movie in a condensed time schedule. But um, I, I I love doing them both. It's it's fine. I love being able to stretch all the different muscles I have as an actor. You know, to bring people to tears, to bring people to uncontrollable laughter to touch people in an emotional place. I love all of that. Mm -hmm. I can tell you that a sitcom is a much easier life.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I bet. But I'm open to doing the drama. But I've always heard from other people that comedy is hard. Drama is easier because to be funny is uh, is difficult, although obviously you have the words, but you got to sell those words. So, uh, you know, it's not as easy as it looks
1: with comedy you're either funny or you're not you either have that (laughs) gift or you don't you know it's sort of like singing you can either sing or you don't although i believe in some ways everybody can sing once they find their voice but most people are so afraid to, to go deep and find their real voice you know a lot of singers make a make their life not singing at all they just interpret the melody and the words so you know it, it, it all depends, but we're all dramatic. Trust me. We all have drama. So yes, we can all do the drama, but funny funny is difficult because it's like yeah, my yeah. dad used to say, either you is or you ain't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Words of wisdom, definitely. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to really credit you for your role in Barbershop the Series, playing a, a, a Post a uh, transgender woman, uh, post operation oh, transgender woman. I mean, talk thank about you. a challenge there, and to and to pull that off, and and to give a voice to a community that you know really, even to this day, doesn't get a lot of voice. So I'll credit you. For that.
1: Oh, thank you very much for remembering and noticing that because I felt so proud of that. You know, that was about. Um, 14 or 15 years ago and they were like look we got to find an uber woman who can play an uber woman i was it was the wednesday before i was supposed to get married and i get this off yeah the the creator of the show calls me and he's like look can you be um at paramount on um monday this is the character this is what we're doing and i was like um I'm getting married on Saturday. And he was like, well, great. Can you be there on Monday? I mean, he didn't even, he he was just like, okay, you're getting married. Can you be at work on Monday? And I was like, (laughs) okay, great. And I, um, that's how that role happened. I went there and I really just, just said, okay, how would this character react? She would be. She would be a woman on steroids, trying to blend in, not stand out. She wants to blend in, and it yeah. worked out so well. I was very happy with it very mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. well I'm Cuban. Yeah. I was born in the Caribbean, and I know you have strong ties to Jamaica and yeah. uh and Which also in the caribbean come,
1: man come on man uh, Cuba.
0: i'm really? I'm from oh. Cuba yeah you
1: know Cuba is one of our closest friends, close in proximity and close in care. The only thing that separates us is language. And both Mm -hmm. islands are learning the language of the other, which is amazing. I don't know if you noticed, but in the time of Corona, one of the first armies of doctors and nurses that were sent out of Cuba came to Jamaica and um right. it's made all the difference all the difference
0: yeah well i i would uh i would hope that uh, things get better in cuba and people get talk about not having a voice they don't have one now and i would love to see that in my lifetime but it's uh, it seems to be harder and harder for that to happen but uh i've been to jamaica loved it you know it's like You're born in the Caribbean, even though it's been years since I've been down there regularly. You're just in that environment, and it's like riding a bicycle. It all comes back to you, and you just get in tune with the warm weather and the beaches and everything. And it's just like, oh yeah, it's in my DNA, (laughs) you know. Absolutely, I so love,
1: love, love being an island woman. I love my culture. I love my people and i love how it helps me as a human no matter where it is i go in the world although i tell people Mm -hmm. i'm a Jamaican, i'm half american and very much jamaican so the two are always in who they're always in me always in me Mm
0: -hmm. and like like my family i'm sure you bring you blend the two cultures together
1: you have to. There's no way we can't. Yeah, you know. That's right. You you have to. Yeah, but it, it helps. I I always tell people having culture, having knowing who you are, your your food, your culture, your your country's costume, mm-hmm. your music. That that is a yeah. That's a firm foundation for people because you bring it mm-hmm. with you, and you're not lost trying to find out. Well, who am I? You know, you have a good sense of who you are.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm glad you're in this series. I've had the utmost respect for you as an actor and a person for a long time. Uh, I can say this because I'm a little older than most. And uh, I I appreciate the work you've done and the work you're doing. And uh, it's just great to see you there.
1: Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I'm excited to be doing it and more to come. And I hope folks will follow me on my Instagram and my Twitter so that we can share more of Motherland Fort Salem. Yes.
0: There you go. Well, I <laughs> certainly will. I will follow you for sure. That'd be awesome. All right. Thank well, you. thank you again. And thank you all for listening to Sci-Fi Talk, Motherland Fort Salem. It's on free form, but you can also watch it on Hulu, which I do on occasion. So uh, I kind of <laughs> like it that way.
1: There you go. Yes. Wednesdays at nine o'clock will never be the same after you That's experience right. the magic of Fort Salem.
0: hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. And thank you all oh, for God. listening to, to Sci-Fi Talk with the talented and the great Cheryl Lee Ralph. Take care, everybody.